0: Live from my bedroom, it's that time again folks, welcome to episode 10 of Saddest Night Out I don't know if you can hear that, it's me playing the bass My name's Roy and I talk about whatever I feel like talking about on this thing Thank you for listening This is the 10th episode of this show and it is Sunday the 25th of March as I'm recording this Got back from church a little earlier, where I read the second reading and the bidding prayers. That's right, I'm at my church from now and then. In fact, church was a bit weird, because the speakers weren't working, so you heard these weird, like, bleeps and bloops in the middle of whoever was talking. It was like, church slash kid A by Radiohead. An interesting experience. Today's episode is going to be one of the long ones. It's a conversation between myself and an old and dear friend of mine named Kenneth. Kenneth and I go way back. I lived in London until I was about 14, and we went to school together during that time. Then I moved away. Then I came back, and I think I was around our early 20s, mid-20s, that we got back together again. So this was me talking to him about new music, but also just finding out what I missed as far as music discovery is concerned when you're growing up. Because those are the the years when we were apart, those are the years when you can really discover the music that goes on to define your taste. That's when you stop just going with the flow and listening to whatever served to you and you can start really seeking out music that speaks to you specifically. At least that was the age when that happened for me. For some people it happens much younger. Maybe they have older siblings or parents who get them into specific types of music But for me I was a very casual fan of music and then around those mid to late teenage years I started to find the stuff that I really enjoyed. And it sounds like Kenneth had something similar happen for him as well. So we start by talking about a recent artist that he introduced me to and then we just take it from there. I really enjoyed having this conversation with Ken. I think I will try to make his presence a regular thing on whichever topic we're talking about. And I think after listening to this, you'll feel the same way. And if you don't, tough. Make your own podcast. (laughs) Eh, I'm only half kidding there. Anyway, I shall now link up the conversation with Kenneth. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Actually, just before I start this episode, I should mention that this this, this instance of this podcast has strong language, adult humour, and scenes that some listeners may find disturbing from the outset and throughout. So, listener discretion is advised. Okay, now, this is me talking to Ken. Alright, uh, Ken.
1: What's going on, bro? Not bad, how you doing? Hey, man. Just chilling. Just kicking it. You know, the usual. The, the usual, usual, man. This just watch this movie with you, man. It was wild. Oh, I'm not gonna say much about that because it's music time, but not movie time.
0: Uh, we'll we'll do the movie time another time. Definitely. But This time we'll talk about the music. So, the topic I'm kind of loosey on at the moment is new music. Yeah. Now recently you put me onto an artist known as Kota the Friend. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing guy. How'd you hear about him? Um, weirdly enough, I hate, I hate promoting these
1: bastards. Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't even know what the, what the swearing policy is No, no, feel like. free, feel free, yeah, go like, ahead. I'm marked as explicit so you can swear.
0: What level of explicit? <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright, how bad do you want to go? Like how, ba- like, how badly can you, you know, but no, um yeah like i I hate promoting this because uh I've you know my cousin you, you know my cousin Shirley uh-huh you know when people are trying to put you on something for ages and you're just really reluctant to do it <laughs> um you're really reluctant to do it, you don't really see the merit in it, and then you keep cussing them out but you know making it a big thing yeah. yeah? Like why do why are you why are you making me get a Monzo account? Yeah, I understand Monzo's decent. Leave it <laughs> out. now. I'll get it when I'm ready. It's not even that good. Yeah, when they push too hard, it e- kind exactly. of pushes you it pushes away. You from, away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I was for a long time with Spotify. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are um, you using Spotify now? I'm using Spotify now. <laughs> okay. There's there's okay. asterisks okay. to this. Uh huh. There's an asterisk to this. Okay. Um. I got Spotify originally because um, I could basically um, make a playlist with one of my friends. One of my friends is a dancer. I won't say his name because I don't know how that works out. Mm. But um, he's a dancer. We made this joint playlist that we played together at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I did that with the trial. For some reason, I managed to, like, really bump the system on, on Spotify. Hopefully, they don't get to me for this. But <laughs> they gave me something like a six-month trial. It was crazy. Oh, wow. It was ages. That's, yeah. yeah. That's not bad. And then after that, I uh, I did a little bit of uh, detail and got myself another trial. But... <laughs> 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 but um, after using it, I realized that I did actually like some of the features... So, uh,
0: was that a collaborative playlist that you made first with your friend?
1: Yeah, it was a collaborative playlist. And that had, like, just stuff that I thought was cool and stuff that he thought was cool. And, obviously, where it was for work, it had to be clean because it was for everybody. Yeah. And um, I got him involved because I realised that I didn't have enough uh, sweet songs that I knew off top. Okay. And he's more of an R&B guy than I am, man. So, that's what we did there. But, um, yeah, Spotify... And they have uh, this one feature, Discovery Weekly, uh-huh. and literally just filters through, you know, the AI based on yeah. what you search for yourself, what you listen to regularly. And uh-huh. it brings up a couple of songs. I mean, for the first few weeks, i got to say, it wasn't amazing. You'd get one gem or two gems. Yeah. But that was around the time when they put me onto Koa. Like, I found this one tune by Koa with a Friend. Uh-huh. And usually, when I hear... Like a particular song from an artist, I I won't even hesitate. I'll go find everything that you've ever done, right. and we'll ride it through. And um, so all it what was, takes is one sweet taste. Li- literally, literally, if you if you've got one really, like one one song that I really vibe with, then you you haven't got me hooked as such. But I will definitely do the research at that point. And okay. uh, Koa was one of those people. Did he uh, grow on you or was it
0: as soon as you heard No, like, literally literally,
1: literally, straight away, man. With that, um, it's really weird because he hasn't got necessarily, like, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, would say divers. What's, what's what kind of... Uh, how do you put it? Like, he doesn't have a very... There's, there's not a lot of material out there? No, Well, not that, he doesn't have that much material out there. He's got about three projects right now. He just released... Uh, is it an EP or like a, a mixtape quite recently called Anything that uh-huh. you could get? But um, at the time, there's only two mixtapes out. But um, I was going to say he doesn't have the most versatile of flows. And that's not a, crit- that's not a critique. Mm-hmm. I just mean he's not the kind of person that would change up his style or like not his style. But he's like his flow pattern on a beat
0: all the time. He's not that guy. Does it feel a bit like if did you ever feel like once you've heard one you've heard all of his stuff? Like no, that? and your reason why mm-hmm.
1: is because his um his selection, his beat selection, mm-hmm. um, and his production as well, which for a mixtape and something, I think he's not necessarily breaking out, but I feel like he's just gaining traction right now okay. as an artist. So I don't I don't feel like he's got a you know, like an unlimited resource. I know he's been doing it for a while, but I don't think he's got the resources of like you know well, other like really well established artists so um, it's pretty surprising that you know he still does pull out like some beats that are just completely yeah completely amazing not just that its it's the content which yeah. I think is a, a really big
0: uh deciding factor for me so the stuff that you used to introduce me to him were youtube videos that seem like just short snippets oh yeah so like a series of i told you i'll do the research yeah, <laughs> do, you will. i will do the research so the bro. first thing you heard i'm guessing was a song like the, first, a the song. first
1: thing was a song it was uh i think it was like water two and it was really crazy because um i got like a really everybody said that they've got like a Really eclectic taste in music, like, man. A bit of everything, it says. Everybody says yeah, that, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But it was um, it was one of those situations where um, I think, like, even as a kid, I always used to listen to like songs that you know you don't really have any, not like right to listen to. It was different because yeah. we grew up in the nineties and that, so it wasn't like everything was literally at you know the press of a button you can get sure. everything. Um, so you grew up with what was available to you, I guess on the radio or yeah. things that your parents played or things that you saw on TV. Yeah, and that should have been it, mm-hmm. but then I was like this um this ten year old listening to like uh <laughs> to, to like you know Billy Holiday and shit, man. It was, it was right. really it was really odd, man. So I was listening to, um, oh what is it, Baby Baby like you know that tune. I don't know, got what it's called. It's by Smokey Robinson. Ooh, baby, baby, that song. Sorry about the singing. (laughs) Like,
0: but um, let me let me find see if I can find out what it's actually called. So, how long ago were you introduced to "Call of the Friend" then?
1: Um, not that long ago. Now, it's probably like the big, yeah, probably December time.
0: Is he the most recent discovery you've made to no, that level?
1: Oh uh, no, to that level, yeah, definitely. I don't think I've heard anybody else, man. Kota, it was uh, almost a revelation in terms of, like, I feel like I, I can get I can get drawn in or sucked in to an artist for like one of a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Either they're just amazingly skillful at their craft, and it's just masterful, and you can see it—the intricacy in their rhymes and stuff like this. Uh-huh. And it's just something that you can't ignore. Uh-huh. Or, um, another thing is when you hear something that is unbelievably unique. Like, yeah. uh, even if it's just a voice, a sound, like, it's something that you've never heard before. So it like, doesn't have to be technically it fancy. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't it have to be technically fancy. It stands out. It's something that you've never heard before. Or, number three, and this is where culture falls in, it's um, somebody that is saying something that's really poignant that that really speaks to you as a person, yeah. and I know that music does that to everybody all the time, but I think it's really special when you find that moment, and it's really weird because i I guess we're all looking for our voices or like you know for our voice in somebody else, mm-hmm. and I feel like with certain artists or certain times when you're listening to a song, it's the right time, and you hear. Yeah. That, the, what you want to say. It feels like they're talking they're to you. They're talking you. to well, you, exactly, bit, yeah. yeah. That's exactly so, what you're going through. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, um, that was culture for me at that time. So you say well, it was Shirley that introduced him to
0: you? No, she introduced me to Spotify. where I found uh, myself okay. from that point on. <laughs> Do you uh, uh, When was the last time someone else recommended someone to you that really stuck? That really stuck? Or does stuck? it tend to be more stuff you find yourself?
1: Yeah, that's gonna make me sound like a complete asshole, no, no. right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Actually, man, I don't trust anybody's opinion on music, man. It's just, it's just all I me. mean, I, I dug the recommendation
0: uh, you gave to me. It seemed, and considering what you're saying okay. about your methods of finding new artists, where if something attracts you, you'll kind of do the homework, you'll do the deep dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And find more. Do no, you,
1: but you know, sometimes um you do get put onto people and um and based on that like you then do more research as well. Like I'll never just leave it at that. If somebody tells me to listen to somebody I'll probably get around to it. The bad thing is man, it's finding time because if you then I, I'm one of those people I com I commit. <laughs> you know? I don't know whether I don't know you do that, man. But <laughs> I commit. So if I'm listening to somebody uh, or like I'm trying to get through somebody's work, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to that album back to back for a while until i feel like yeah i've got this this is riding and then that's basically now become just catalog for Leo. i can call upon that when i feel a
0: certain way yeah let's see if we can find something else that's a little interesting as well so is there? <laughs> is it almost like there's a seat like you're going to code to the friend season right now and then mm-hmm. when you find another artist you'll go through that season for exactly
1: you. literally that's that's i was trying to explain it to a friend of mine the other day it's it's definitely that it's definitely the idea because they're like oh well, do you have a, a favourite artist? is my friend. He's like, do you have a favourite artist? And I was like, you know what? I find that question like really, really weird. He said, oh, but you must have a favourite because he had a definitive favourite. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He came out with his favourite. I said, so what was your favourite? Straight away, 50 Cent. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. I, was, I know, I was like, that's just... Is... Fair enough. It was a quick answer, man. He, yeah. was like, he wasn't bullshitting about it. Yeah. So, yeah called it in the
0: chamber. he meant it. He's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, was, him. he, was, he
1: wasn't playing. Um, but I was like, yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't really call out like you know a single artist. It's exactly as you said. It's seasons. It's yeah. At this point, in you know, cause you're changing, you're constantly changing, so your taste and that thing that speaks to you will also change. Yeah, the other situation
0: uh, in life will change, so different things will relate. Will to it appeal later. to
1: you exactly. People will bring out new styles, and then that will be you know, like I mean, even in terms of you know, just music generally, man. It's constantly evolving in itself, within genres and people across, across genres and stuff like that. So,
0: so when you're talking about how you got turned on to Spotify, mm. does that become a bit of a source for you to find the next thing? Like you said, culture you found through Spotify.
1: Culture cult I found through Spotify. So yeah. Discover Week, are you, off, Disco- are you
0: on that constantly looking for something else I, to catch it I, I,
1: I definitely, yeah, I definitely jump on it like at least uh, once a week. The weird thing is, I'm not a big fan of, um, of, uh, Spotify, in terms of its format, I don't like that. I can't because I've got like a huge catalogue of like, oh, if you check out my phone, it's like, something yeah, stupid. Spotify's weird with it. There's like something stupid music. where I've got like, you know, no joke about. 50 gigabytes worth of music of my old. I know, I know. Is that I know. Like a, what kind of size of memory card you got in that thing? Uh, it's like 120. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, See, that's the so. an Android phone. So you, Apple phones, when you've
0: only got like 16 gig, it's like, okay. Let's <laughs> 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 <That's, that's, laughs> <that's, that's laughs> rush this shit out real quick. Let's stop playing it. <laughs> when you start taking photos and it says you don't have enough memory to save this photo, it's like, okay, it's time to sit down and have a word with yourself. Exactly, Like you Way like, up. Who
1: really. Who really do I listen to, man? I mean, when was the last time I listened to, to Taylor <laughs> exactly. Swift Anyway, Do man? I need it's been, that? Do it's, I need, it's, it's been a, that it's a, it's been life, a while, bro. Taylor. You ain't been doing the most.
0: So I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. So Kota yeah, no. was fairly recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm who just, did you discover before him? Whose who season was it before his? Oh. Because that's another thing I wonder. When it comes to finding a new artist, how long, once the season ends... Do you revisit them? Did they, are they just shelved away? Which Is there a difference between those that stick? And it become? was it was Dwayne Lucas,
1: now I remember, yeah.
0: He's the guy who has a song, I'm Not Racist. Yeah, yeah, he banged me. Yeah, I'm he Not Racist. 2017 was a big year for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did a couple things. I mean, he dropped that song with uh, Chris Brown quite recently as well.
0: So was he another Spotify discovery? He thing? wasn't.
1: He wasn't. I found him um, literally just trolling YouTube for music. You know, and you just have, like, that spare evening.
0: then. <laughs> you Is that kind of like, you'll watch one thing and hit the recommendations and just keep going and going? It's and literally, yeah, literally one of those. Before, you know, about. two hours have passed and you're like, how did I fucking end up on this guy? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, but you know what it was with that one? It was, um, it was creativity. It was creativity flawed. So that one, you remember I said about the, the reasons that yeah. I get turned on to somebody? It was literally, uh, not necessarily partially something I'd ever heard before. It was his storytelling. Because yeah. I listened to his album uh I'm gonna have to look at it because it's a phone number and I can never I don't even know oh, my yeah. phone number. <laughs> so I'm not gonna remember a a phone number that I don't know that's American. <laughs> yeah um the album's what five oh eight five oh seven two two zero nine. Call Damn. Him, call him a minute, take that down, people. But um <laughs> yeah no, yeah, so I listened to that uh mixtape. I think it's a mixtape. But there was a song off of it that actually is the one that I saw on YouTube and it had a video. Definitely check it out. It's uh, called Keep It 100. Mm-hmm. And um, have I ever shown that to you? No, oh, you, we Like, before you leave today, you're definitely going to watch that. It's just like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing storytelling. It's like six minutes long or something like that. And it like basically just, uh, without giving it away too much, it, it follows a $100 bills journey and um it, it's 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 a really it's, the visuals are crazy so it's
0: like the creativity
1: of the how creativity that story of that was amazing um and it was obviously it was rapping the whole way through it as well so like that is in itself like, like i said it's, it's, it's super it's, it's like really it's really
0: talented it's just crazy do you remember many other or do you have like a hierarchy of new artists you find each year like 2016, like who, coming. like
1: who, like who did, like who did the most that year? Yeah, who did the most like who really
0: stuck with you each year?
1: Um, you know what? Kind of come I, and go. I, I feel, I feel like maybe I should. No, I feel like no. I, I don't have like a hierarchy. I definitely don't have a hierarchy, but I know of artists that had an impact in like not necessarily a particular year. I, I know years that really stood out. Like I feel like you have to be the GOAT to be that ingrained in my memory. Like I yeah. said, I'll say it to everybody. The album um and I remember the year was it was, it, was, it, was that was that 20 was, it, was that 20 was that 2014
0: was it 2012 When was when was acid rap. Oh, chance the Yeah. I want
1: to say 2012. 2012, right? I want to yeah. say it say but you know what's really weird about that year and I always remember it for that exact same reason.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That was the same year Good Kid Mad City came out. It's also the same year that Yeezus came out. And I honestly believe that Chance the Rapper, despite it being a mixtape, was the best album Ooh. that I heard that whole year.
0: Oh, that's fighting talk there. Listen, man,
1: it's, it's, it was hot for me. Like, hey, to each their own, if that's what to spoke of, to oh, you. I know, listen, listen I, I'm not going to say that I didn't love and I wouldn't still bang all of those albums. There's an mm. order to that one, though. It's definitely Chance, Kendrick, then... Then, then just, Kanye, okay, yeah, because Kanye, that was a grower. It wasn't a show. That's the complete yeah. opposite way around for me. Is but, it really the other yeah, way around for you? Jesus hit me like it the hit sledgehammer. you hard but straight away.
0: Jesus is my favorite Kanye West album. Whoa, from the word go.
1: That's shots. I can't believe the closest that. thing
0: I can think of. I kind of like a little bit of Nine Inch Nails. Okay, a little bit of Death Grips. Yeah, I like those kind of aggressive sounds. Yeah. But there has it can't just be noise for the sake of noise. Yeah. And that's what I got from users. Like I vividly remember, I was walk, I was doing a bank transfer in Barking. And I put <laughs> this music on super loud. And you'll remember, I was walking down Dagenham Avenue towards Dagenham Heathway yeah. Station. Yeah, yeah, I almost got hit by a car crossing one of those small roads heading up Dagenham Avenue. Yeah. Because I had it on that loud. I think it was a New Slaves. Yeah. And I heard a guy go, oh, whoa, sorry, sorry, (laughs) I didn't realize. Because I was just completely swallowed whole by that album. But, you know, again, to each other. No, (laughs) listen, man,
1: I I like that. I like that kind of like that you can remember. And it's it's so crazy because it definitely does. I love that music can, and especially when it's amazing, like just take you to, like you'll transport you right to the place where you were when you first heard it. Yeah. And you're just there. Because I remember I was, the first time I listened to... Um, what's it called? Uh, what, Good, no, Good Other Kid, Kid. Good Kid uh-huh. Mad City all the way through. In fact, maybe I Asim- said, no, it's Good Kid Mad City, I remember. Good Kid Mad City all the way through. I was uh, on the top of uh, a bus. It was probably the 25. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was moving around. Was it like late at night or was it early in the morning? I don't mm-hmm. remember what I had to do. But I basically, if anybody knows what the 25 bus is, it's one of the longest routes in on a bus in but London, uh, right? right. You, you know the twenty-five. It starts at like Ilford and shit, and it ends in Oxford Circus or somewhere like that. Oh, that's yeah. a journey. Does so like, that go near Dexter's Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it runs run, yeah. run straight across it. It goes oh, straight man. Across, down, yeah. That, that's, yeah all that's through, all through, Liverpool Street, all that stuff there. So I was on that bus for some reason the whole way through, and I was listening to the album. And, and I was just like, literally like, you know, you're blown away. Yeah. I was in my own my world. I had my, like, you know, my headphones on as well. Yeah. I had it on loud. I was sitting on my own and I was just listening to the album, literally not doing anything else. You know, like when you're listening to music and you're on your phone as well, checking yeah. some other shit or texting somebody. Uh-huh. I was doing none of that. I was just literally staring into a little space and just wondering. It was, yeah. it was an amazing time.
0: Well, since you mentioned kind of how some of the artists that have been, you've been attracted to. have yeah. Inventive ways of storytelling. Yeah, Good Kid, M.A.D. city In fact, pretty much all of Kendrick's albums have yeah. a really interesting narrative. Yeah, where things will be reoccurring throughout. Yeah, there'll be a developing storyline that goes through the songs, not yeah. just each song being a separate thing. Yeah. So I can fully imagine it's not like a throwaway bunch of tracks. This one's a bit of a bop, but this one's forgettable. It's like a whole story where, really. like, L- I wonder where this ends. Literally. what happens next? So yeah you can easily miss your bus stop actually
1: like i didn't even miss a bus stop but it was it was it was crazy yeah and and i like that i like um that you know i like con- i like concept albums i like you know sometimes having narrative and it being like a whole i don't know like you know like an all encompassing experience you you know enjoying this music it's not I don't know, you know what, I, I didn't realise how important music was to me until I realised, uh, until I, I made the, you know, discovery the other, I think it was like a couple months ago, somebody was like, oh, well, what what gadget couldn't you live without? You know one of them questions right there. Yeah. And I it was literally my Bose headphones. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, because my phone, my phone, my phone had broke. Uh, in fact, no, my mm-hmm. phone hadn't broke. I went to uh, a concert, the mm-hmm. jewels had a great time, guys. <sighs> But I got my shit stolen, so Oh, damn. that's
0: that's something. What like was it on you? Was it no, no, no?
1: You know what? I was an idiot, man. It was my first. It was my first uh, concert. Was, <laughs> uh, it was, it was not, was not my first concert. I've been to other concerts, but uh-huh. it was my first concert where I actually went into the mosh pit, uh, okay. and um, it was really weird. Where like we we, <coughs> we got we got in there, and it was relatively empty. Danny Brown was playing, you, you yeah, know Danny yeah, and Brown, Danny Brown yeah. and he was turning up. But I don't think a lot of the people there was there for Danny Brown. But we was turning up to Danny Brown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it was it was a good time. And then one of the jewels was meant to come out thirty minutes from now, and I just I was just unprepared. I was unprepared. I went there in chinos, no zips, uh, no zips on the pocket. Uh, I, I, I was moving like an idiot, and I had like yeah. my wallet, not my wallet, but my card holder on one side. Mm-hmm. I had my phone on the other side. I thought everything was going to be fine, bro. Yeah. And then, literally, as soon, literally, I'm talking about the second that the beat dropped. Von the Jewel's live from the garden. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> lost their <laughs> shit. I'm talking about... No, I'm talking about... The demographic in um in the concert was, was so wild, man. Like, at least yeah. I thought it was. It was literally all, like, predominantly... But I guess that's most concerts, right? Mm-hmm. Predominantly, like, you know, like... uh. I don't know, I, I want to say, I couldn't even say that it was middle class, but they looked pretty, it was like a hippie-ish kind of crowd, man, hippie yeah. white folks, that's what it was, and like, you know, like the scattering of black folks, and, and everybody just threw their shit up in the air, like it was crazy, <laughs> we had, we had no, I'm talking about somebody was definitely smoking weed, like right in front of us, <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, imagine, and, and they threw that in the air, I was like, nigga, you don't waste, <laughs> waste weed, <laughs> what's wrong oh, with you? It was it was it was just wild. It was it was wild, and they just yeah, literally lost their shit. Like within like thirty seconds of the tune dropping, I was on the other side of the room. Like it was it was a sea it was a sea of people. Yeah, Yeah, like you were you all moving in unison and bouncing, and it was crazy. And like within like yeah, literally like the first song I I knew like my phone my phone was out of my pocket. Did you realise during the show that you'd lost your stuff? Oh, I, I re- I, no, I realised as soon as it happened, because I uh. could feel it jumping out of my pocket. Oh, and no, as I no. went down to grab it, like, it had gone. And then uh, it probably dropped underneath me. And when the music had stopped, the only time I could really, yeah. you know, gather myself to have a look for it, I was on the other side of the room. Yeah. And there was a sea of people. I looked at, I looked at my boys, I was like, yo, I've, um, what's it called? Yeah, my, phone's, my phone's gone. And then they were looking concerned, but I was just like, you know what, man? Let's not let's not ruin the night. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So point. I just kind of wrote it off.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you ever see artists live that you don't know? Like, do you ever take a punt on an artist you haven't heard of just to see what they're like live? Or do you yeah. tend to go to shows for people that you already know? You already, you've already listened to the albums. Yeah, you know I mean, you're feeling it and now you're just going to the show to kind of... You know
1: what, man? I'm, pre- I'm pretty bad. Like, I, as much as I... As much as I love music, I, I, don't, I don't think I get out and I think that's more of a... Not even, like, a personal thing, but, like, uh, being able to or having been able to recently for, like, you know, whatever reason. Yeah. Go out to see a lot of shows. So, I think when I do go out, it would be people that I I do know or, mm-hmm. like, you know, non-artists to me, like, oh, you know, yeah... I'm gonna have a great time. I really want to see those guys, and they're about. Yeah. I I rarely.
0: I mean, you you do big concerts and small concerts. You have done yeah. all of them, right? I haven't done many for a while, but yeah, I've been to like the bigger shows. In fact, it's funny hearing your story about Run the Jewels because mm. I had something kind of opposite. I saw Kanye West at the Glow in the Dark tour. Okay, this is a few years back. This was in Leeds that I saw him. All right. and I went with a girl that was living in my building at university. Yeah. And she'd never been to a hip-hop concert before. Okay. So she's dressing for it like it's a rock concert, you know, kind of rough jeans, rough shirt and all that. Yeah. We arrived. I'm wearing a smart shirt and some smart shoes and stuff. They tell her she can't get in. Yeah, no, she gets in, but she's surrounded by girls in like, fancy dresses and high heels and guys dressed up. She spent, like, half the night texting a friend and like, oh, my God, I feel so rough. Everyone's dressed up to the 90s. You like, know what? I'm actually super... I,
1: I, I'm pretty surprised about that, man. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty casual run the jewels.
0: Ronald well, one of the that people are more likely to get into it because yeah, that's yeah. more of an underground audience that's just there yeah. to feel it. Whereas Kanye was a bit of a status symbol type of artist. Yeah, you go there to show off that you've been to see him. Yeah, and yeah, you're fussing a little bit. But yeah, I, I've been so I've been to bigger shows these days. I tend to go to smaller shows, mainly free shows. Yeah, and just to see because I really am keen to play music live. So my first thought was like, let me see who is playing live. Yeah, so I see a lot of smaller bands. And it's very hit and miss, so like I don't blame you for not being too keen to go and see stuff. No, no, it's,
1: it's, it's not even, it's not, it's really not even a, a, a too keen sort of situation because um, I, I love it. I love it when you go somewhere. Like I love it when it's unexpected as well, man. I love going somewhere and then just being somebody that's playing live that's actually amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, most time I don't care if it's covers or just doing their own thing. I would love, you know, like when you think to yourself, you would love to be the person. That was say somebody that's really big right now because they all yeah. started doing open mics right. Exactly. So I love I love to I love to be on the ground floor, not so I can be like, oh yeah yeah I I was there before all yeah. of the hype, but just literally because it's, it would it would be a moment. Yeah, absolutely. like you, I mean, I like have, for
0: absolutely nothing you have got to experience like, this. The, again, back at university, I went to a show in Leeds. The band that was headlining was the band I cared about. They were called The Big Pink. Yeah. Their support band was the XX. Okay, and this was back when there was still four of them. Yeah, and yeah, just a kind of smallish band. Like oh, they sound kind of. They had that. They had, they, they had a cover on YouTube. I thought that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And of course now they're one of the biggest bands in the UK. So that that's the closest I've come to. But I know exactly what you mean where, it's nice to see something before it becomes a thing.
1: No, I, I, just, I just want, I just want like really, i it's, it's, greedy reasons. I don't wanna, I don't wanna have to fight. To get to the stage I went to see uh I would see again chance man, yeah, uh with the guys we went to Brixton electric, I'm sure you've been there before mm-hmm. went to see him at Brixton electric, that was back when chance wasn't was was you know couldn't fill out Brixton electric, yeah, or maybe it was sold out, but it wasn't that crowded at the time, and we still get like literally within foreign distance of him, and it was a really good show. And right. he came out with the social experiment, and and I had an amazing time. Drove there, drove back, just a calm night. But now, like, yeah, it's, it's an O two thing only. Exactly, it's an O two thing He's only. Up there now. And i was just like, oof. Do I? I'm, I'm I'm just weird with crowds, which is which is a weird thing for enjoying music, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm more of like a a solo, <laughs> like you
0: know. <laughs> let me ask you this: so yeah, you talked about how you've kind of. May maybe not pride yourself, but you definitely tend to seek stuff out yourself yeah, and then yeah. do the homework. Are there any new artists that you've seen kind of plastered everywhere? You know the kind of artists that feel like the industry's kind of put trying to put them on you, like, yeah. this is the hot new thing. Are there any artists like that that you've thought, oh, okay, I really do like that, or any that have been like, nah, I'm not really feeling it, it feels a bit forced?
1: Ooh, you know what? There has to have been. I mean, I mean the the obvious. The obvious answer is probably Migos, right? Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that. Cause I, I remember Migos back in. Um, uh fight back in fight night days, you know. Whoa. Yeah, so really, it's not that the industry's been like. It's just that they've been putting in work. So I can't even say that it's the industry. Yeah, true. They just literally their work rate, and it's not necessarily to say. You know, that's anything to do with how great a song is going to turn out or yeah. an album, whatever. But literally, their work rate in terms of pumping out songs is just so high that, yeah, you're, you're going to hear Amigo's yeah, song. A you're going to you're,
0: you're hear Amigo's song. I'm trying to think of anybody that has been... I kind of feel like the fact you can't think of anyone off the top of your head makes me think yeah. such campaigns aren't too successful.
1: I don't, I don't, th- I don't think that's successful with me because,
0: um, I, yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I try you, you to see, avoid it. You <laughs> have your own intuition that you trust. You're yeah. not too easily swayed by t- just because you've heard three songs by them in one day from different radio, or whatever. You're not gonna think, oh, okay, I guess I give my try. You're more I, of a.
1: I, I, I really hear the deliberate. Like, that's, that's thing. Like, I'm, I'm really deliberate. But I, don't, I don't, I don't listen to the radio, and that's, um, I
0: don't know what that's about. I guess you are so your own radio bit. with this podcast. playlist. Li- I
1: literally am. Yeah, like, so I'm,
0: I just. uh... Not, yes. Do you, oh, you ever delve into SoundCloud and check that stuff out?
1: Mostly for, um, mostly for artists that I may have I may have been brought onto or heard that don't have it anywhere else. They don't have their stuff out anywhere else. They just literally put it just on SoundCloud okay. or uh, podcasts. <laughs> I love I love a podcast on SoundCloud. <laughs> but that's somebody actually that um, Dexter went mm-hmm. to see uh yeah, went to see quite recently my friend and he put me onto and it's a guy that lives quite locally. Um well I'll tell you where I am but quite mm-hmm. locally. His name's uh, Benny Mayles. Mm-hmm. And he put me onto one tune by him that's uh called um Mantra. And it was amazing and I can only find that on SoundCloud so for like oh, okay. ages, uh, Benny Males, but he released it now. Uh, okay. Don't worry. Available I, I so everywhere now. I copped that, yeah. You suffered, so we exactly, didn't have to. Exactly, man. But for, for ages, I was like, oh, this guy's crazy. And I couldn't find that much stuff, but it was all on SoundCloud. So I was just literally just going SoundCloud. But I hate that. I'm really like uh, I love convenience so yeah. that's why
0: I'm I'm such a, I'm, I'm such a stickler
1: for convenience that's so. something
0: Spotify definitely breathes in you cuz to some degree it's just there
1: No it's not even Spotify Spotify I don't find as convenient again oh. as, I guess
0: yeah cuz you mentioned how you got a large catalog yourself. Oh it's Play Spotify it's Play is
1: just... Play for me Place uh play uh, Google Play Music is oh, okay. where I started off and I'm probably going to go back in fact I'm yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of getting back to that real soon. So, <laughs> no. so allegiances, they, they're, they're, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, loyalty. Thinking
0: this. of uh, like big campaigns to push a new artist. British hip hop grime these days. Stormzy is very much. Not, I don't want to say the man of the moment, but he was. A, quite the headline in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Jay Huss as well. Yeah. is recently on the cover of GQ magazine, Kano had to allow Matt, I think maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. Has, how do you feel about that side of things? How do you feel about new talent that's very much being championed by the industry here in the UK?
1: I think I I think it's important. I think it's important to um, to show that like obviously that the UK has won a sound of its song. And that it's popular. I mean, I I hear, like grime tunes on American TV quite yeah. regularly now these days. So, or just you know dropping in on like YouTube videos or, you know, even even you know them weird, you know ratchet ass uh, world star videos. I heard <laughs> I heard <laughs> a gigs tune playing on on some crazy ass uh, world star hippos, uh, video. Well, that's when um, you know you've made it. That's when you know you've <laughs> made it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> It was, it was some hood uh, some hood like what's it called lady and she was uh, I don't know what she was doing something <laughs> something crazy because it was world star yeah and yeah literally she was out of the car was playing gigs it wasn't even like oh they played it as a background
0: tune to accompany she the thing just she to was just start. bumping
1: gigs so whatever radio station she was listening to was bumping yeah. gigs
0: well I feel like Drake has probably. Is a big, big because, influence.
1: Yeah. yeah, listen, he's he's. I, I said it to everybody, man. He's a kingmaker. Absolutely, it's him and uh, Metro Boomin. Yeah. like they just they give you the tap on the shoulder and then yeah, you're you're a guy now. So have you seen any of these British artists live? Um, I haven't seen live. No, no, I haven't actually. Have you been
0: to a wireless festival or anything like that? No, I never got a chance to. To be festival. you did say you're not too keen on crowds, so maybe yeah, yeah, they yeah wouldn't yeah. be. Free. Plus,
1: plus, wireless always trying to uh, always trying to rape with the with the prices. The, yeah, sh- the stuff, the stuff every, always, stuff always gets sold out pretty quick, and then somebody's trying to trying to get me to remortgage to get myself a <laughs> ticket. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't, I don't know that it's that deep. So yeah, yeah. I just gotta think about <laughs> what well, Mr. Allegiance is over here. <laughs> I just I just gotta worry
0: about my priorities at that point. Um So how do you tr- like in your own way, how do you try and support a newer artist?
1: Um mostly yeah, mostly just like um how yeah, I'm just listening to them man, getting their getting their music and like trying to put as many people onto them if I think that, you know, worthy of that man. I I like I like to pass on music,
0: definitely in the past, would you have any plan or calendar of artists you want to see, or would it mainly be like really when a really big prestige artist no no no
1: it was, it was it was definitely plans it was definitely planned, but um it would really depend on for me again like one convenience venue stuff like that yeah um, we had planned on going even like taking little trips to see people because sometimes it makes sense to go to uh, a venue out in, like you said, Leeds, Manchester, somewhere like that. Yeah. Because there'll be, like, you know, it'll be a smaller venue. Uh, it'll be less people, it'll be cheaper to stay there as well. Like, yeah. just make a, a weekend of it or something like that. So, okay. yeah, I would I would, I would would go out of my way. Um, I used to get, like, um, you know, like, sign up to the, you know, bands on... Uh, is it... No, is it? Is it Bands on Tour? What the hell Look, is that Website. Thing? Yeah. Bands on Tour sounds right. Why, 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 why does it sound like? Why does it sound like I'm saying it wrong?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that, I'm guess I'm guessing the gist of it is that it, it lets you it, know it, who's it lets you know, it lets
1: you know who's about that you're interested in stuff like that. And um, yeah, I, I'd, yeah, I'd make it like an active effort to see like when they're around. I mean, um, badly enough, I think most of the uh, artists that I listen to are are and just gonna sound like some real. Some real unpatriotic stuff, uh-huh. But, uh-huh. They're real, <laughs> they, but they're like, they're American eyes, so, um, they, they're rarely here, they're rarely here, so, yeah, when, so, I imagine, so, yeah. so when they do pop up, like, yeah, you, you, it's not, you know, you've got, like, quite a while, like, you'll yeah. see, like, their listings for the for the year, and it'll just have a bunch of American places, Texas, yeah. Oregon, all of the stuff there. East like coast, okay, west coast, and then you really. just and then you just look <laughs> when they've got any sort of European dates, and it's like you know eight months from now, you're like oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm okay. yeah yeah, I'm right, I got I got I got a while, I can really plan that in. You know what I'm talking <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: about <laughs> make room for that one. So are there any other artists that you are looking at this year, like thinking oh something they might get promoted to the next league this year or anything like that?
1: Get promoted to the next league? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm, I'm looking at anybody and I'm thinking that they, they're they going to, you know, they're they going to be the ones that, that take the uh, metaphorical crown. And in fact, does really?
0: that... Do, you know how some people might be... might pride themselves on knowing an artist before they get big and then say, once they got big, I'll end up the same, etc, etc. Yeah. Et do you... Say Chance the Rapper, who's probably the biggest... Yeah, Actually, no, him and Kendrick, I think... I think Chance was a bit newer than Kendrick around that time, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Well,
1: Kendrick had just released an album, a studio album, so he yeah. already had mixtapes out, and Chance literally just released. Oh, uh, well, it was his second mixtape. Yeah, Ten days was T- it? Ten days was his first. The yeah. second one was Acid Rap, and he released that at the same time as. Uh, as uh, Kendrick's but it's uh, fair Piki to say Baiti.
0: since then both of them have come leaps and bounds rocket, in terms of popularity ship, man. rocket ship does your opinion on either one of them change with their success no nah,
1: still... literally I feel like my opinion is literally is tied to um, performance it is tied to the quality and the content of the music that you're going to release so if you not necessarily stay the same but yeah. if you are consistent with your creativity and, and your vision and it's something that I necessarily mess with. I mean, even when I don't, like, uh, weirdly enough, even though I would say that Chancellor the Rapper's Acid Rap is one of my favourite, if not my favourite album, a rap album of all time, just off of how I heard it. Wow. Uh, I know, yeah, I know, I know. So it's it's crazy. It's like, it was, it was just a really crazy sound for me. So yeah. if I'd say that, um, yeah, on saying that, I didn't necessarily love the uh, the thing that followed. Oh, what's it called? A uh, coloring book.
0: It had moments. Yeah, wasn't the same for me. So that kind of set standard that has. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the same that. for me.
1: I'm not saying it had to be the same because it's yeah. a completely different project. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the same sort of like you know, you know, excitement and joy. I was really excited to hear it, and then I heard it, and. You know, like, it's 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 human, it's, you know, yeah, human yeah. nature. You've got, like, a certain level of expectancy um, that maybe isn't met or, you know, yeah. Well, it's you
0: mentioned it. earlier how you can ve- be very strongly attracted to stuff that speaks to you, especially yeah. depending on where your life is at, at that yeah. moment. Do you, f- have you actively felt your tastes change as you've grown up? Um... And, no, it's like different things attract you to what did attract you. You I mean back in yes, your early yes, 20s Yes, yes, definitely, so. definitely. Do your, your, do your taste feel more mature now?
1: Um, no, not necessarily mature. Not necessarily mature. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I guess more mature in that my reasoning for liking them is, is more mature. Like I've got like a, a much, I don't know much more logic-based.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, you uh, literally gave us the reasons behind yeah. why you might like a certain piece <laughs> of music. So, more, yeah. You put more. some thought into it, man. Yeah. You simply put pen to paper and like, no, but, but the I re- method. I
1: really didn't. It's just literally just refle- just reflection. Like, you just realise why you do certain things as opposed to just continuously doing them and wondering, yeah. oh, do yeah,
0: th- is, it, is it me? Is it what? Is it society? I don't know. <laughs> do you think you would have been into Code to the Friend or Joanna Lucas uh Say in twenty twelve. Actually, to be fair, chance isn't I mi- I don't think chance is too far away from a from
1: a. He's, from de- de- he's, he's, definitely, yeah. he's definitely not that far away from a uh, from a chance to rapper or
0: like from cult of the friend. Yeah, definitely like chance the rapper. Yeah, and Joanna Lucas with his more socially conscious rapping. I yeah, mean,
1: yeah, yeah, for the for the Kendrick, most for the most part so yeah he just he's the fast rapper so I don't know
0: so it feels like to a degree your compass has been pointed in that direction
1: yeah yeah they've, been, just, they've been they've been moving they've been circling around a similar like similar area I like to branch out I, I would I would like obviously to hear something new or something come with like uh, you know a new sound or a new perspective that you know would challenge what Yeah. I currently like but it's
0: a well movie. I guess you talked about how you something will catch your ear and then you'll dig deep into the archives and check it all out. Yeah. I'm guessing there must be a few instances where you liked a song, but when you dug deeper, you're like, not really for me. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. De- 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 definitely a couple of times where I went through um, that person's project and it was like, oh, so I guess it was just this. Just like, you know what, man?
0: I'm going to be thankful for this, this one. <laughs> yeah, at least you got
1: that. I'm, at least I got
0: this one. But you do know? you ever... Start to settle on the stuff you already know, or are you always keeping an eager ear out for something new?
1: Oh, you know what? Like th- that idea of like stagnating on music. Yeah, is something that, like I said, like I feel like I I not necessarily struggle with, but it's breaking away. You know what I'm talking about? Because yeah. now you've got that sound that suits you for a certain for certain activities. So maybe you make yourself a gym playlist and now you're only listening to that stuff when you're in a gym. Yeah. So when something else hype or, you know, that you would listen to in a gym comes out, are you listening to that or are you mm-hmm. always reverting back to the gym playlist? It's one of those ones where it's it's a weird sort of like push and pull. Yeah. I like, I like to think that I, I try to incorporate as much new stuff as, as I can and I don't, you know... Yeah. I mean, the the, the the good thing to do or the best thing to do, I find, is... Just to um, kind of, yeah, literally if you find something where it's like a bunch of playlists or like a, a, not a set playlist, but something that, you know, randomizes your experience. And yeah. Do that. I, I get loads of uh, stuff together. I've been doing this for ages, even before Spotify and Google Play and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I would just collate like all of um, the music that I've found into like one area maybe I would like a bunch of songs or I'd like mm-hmm. or get like a couple albums and put them all in a playlist and just shuffle them Okay. or back in the day if I liked the artist and I would grab all of their stuff and put it onto my library yeah. I would just shuffle the actual library because that's uh, thousands of songs yeah. so you will never get through that many songs in one sitting mm-hmm. in fact you wouldn't get through in in like 50 sittings, you know? Yeah. You'll probably be there for the rest of the year listening to that music. Yeah. So, the the great thing is, obviously, sh- if you shuffle a playlist that vast...
0: Yeah. ...then you're always going to find something new. So this would be a playlist of stuff that, you, for the most part, you haven't heard.
1: Listen, like, uh, there's no way that I can get through, like, um, everything. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's even... Uh, a case of backlogging, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. uh, there's, there's so many artists that um are classic artists. You ever like get that feeling that you've missed out? Like, um, maybe, you know, like somebody says, Oh, so what, you've never watched uh, The Godfather before, or something like that? And you're like, yeah. Oh shit, no, I haven't watched The Godfather. <laughs> but it's one of those things that everybody's meant to have done. Yeah. So it was like that for like, you know, artists like A Tribe Called Quest and stuff like that, where it's like, Well, you like this music, so you must like this music. I was like, honestly, I've never heard it. I'm going to tell you the craziest thing uh-huh. that you probably don't know about me, but you are going to gasp, I am assuming. Right? Okay. I only heard Nas's Illmatic a year and a half ago. For the first time. The whole way through? The whole way through, yeah. i banged it since then, and I realized why... Yeah. It is considered one you know, one of the greatest albums. But I'd only heard it literally then. That was the so only what, time. what finally made you listen to it? I think it was just the case of I needed to get around to it. Yeah, it was, it's, it, was, it's it was it was it's on my bucket list and I needed to get there. But you should always get distracted. Like I said, we we've got access to so much stuff right now, so it's it's really Yeah, do you
0: have, I mean Full disclosure, I've never listened to a all the way through. You've never so, listened to them. So bro. there's the, go go the oh, God. Oh, oh, no, shit. There. there you go. No. You, you put me out on blast. No. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Come on, B. What you doing? So, how much, or do you ever really consider how much you weight classics versus new, new stuff? Because I imagine when you go to listen to classics, the idea is that you will like this. It's a classic for a reason. Whereas mm. with newer stuff, it's a bit of a lottery. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. It could be a lot of wasted effort there because nothing attracts you. Whereas with the classic. This is something that I, in theory, you, you it, will like. This is proven. Other people have said that this is the one. So yeah, it's exactly. Like, so would you find yourself going like checking out Biggie or Tupac's or you know Jay Z or something? Also like listen
1: them. to also listen to Biggie all the way through for the first time, quite recently within the last year. Damn. So yeah, these are like really big. But Tupac, crazily enough. I feel like I made a choice of these ones, like you know, like I I chose Jay Z and not Nas, so I had I had, <laughs> oh. listened, I had listened to all of Jay Z's albums, but I had yeah, listened just to, Nas. Around to Nas.
0: Don't know why I never got around to Nas, <laughs> yeah.
1: and then I chose all of Tupac's, but I never listened to uh, all of Biggie. You know what talking about? I heard songs from Biggie, yeah. but um, no, you know, you know what <coughs> the whole um classic versus uh classic versus you know like uh, modern or contemporary, mm-hmm. um, I actually. Really like when I hear like uh, uh like say Biggie song or a Nas song or even like a Tribe song, what really sticks out to me, uh most of the time, is the influence more than anything else on contemporary. Okay. Like I I I hear like I hear like beats and I hear you know like um you know like little quotes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like once upon a time, not long ago, like that kind of stuff where it came from another artist, and then yeah. they're kind of like you know referencing it. Yeah. And true. that kind of like you know those little like you know points that they do in in, in rap and and even other music is is just kind of amazing. I yeah, like yeah. I, li- I like to see that. I like to see the links.
0: Definitely. I can and I always, see
1: it, I always see I always see as as paying homage, but um, and it's really that, and I feel like that plays kind of like part to the idea of an evolution of the style of a genre of yeah. music generally so, so I, 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 like checking out the classics
0: can better checking inform out the classics
1: can better inform you to what is happening right now
0: and where they've got why they've gone in this particular direction so as far as new artists this year it sounded mm. like you, there weren't too many that really came to mind instantly, like completely new artists. No, no, no. What about new music from returning artists? Are you hyped for new Drake, new Kanye? Oh, man. I, I, new I'm, Nicki Minaj? No, new, no, <laughs> I, like I,
1: feel, I feel like, yeah, no, like, listen, that's, that's, you know how you said earlier about um the idea of uh, liking, or like, you know, having like an artist do something really well. Yeah. You know, having like a chance drop Acid Rap and then his next album, you know, you don't like it because it it doesn't live up to the hype or something like that. Yeah. Um, like I said, then, like for me, it's always a case of I do want to see you succeed because that benefits me. I'm yeah. I'm selfish. <laughs> I, I I want people to come back with stuff hotter than their last stuff. Yeah. So that I can just be there, holding my head in my in my living room, just you know, hand <laughs> just on the floor. And I want to I, I, I stop a song Halfway through You know And yeah. just not be able To come back to it For half an hour <laughs> That's what I want that's, that's what I'm looking for In life It's not too much to ask And I feel like You know For the most part Like the artists That I listen to They definitely do that Like they definitely Pull that off um, And not always with You know like Albums and stuff like that Sometimes they just yeah. Do something crazy I remember Listening to Kano I, was, uh-huh. yeah, I love Kano I've got nothing but respect for k He's He's just an amazing... I think he's the greatest. Well, my... Yeah, my favourite UK artist... One of my favourite artists, generally. Uh, uh, I think I think he's awesome. And, um... He came and did a fire in the booth... uh uh-huh. Last year. And it was the only fire in the booth he ever did. And it was, like, eight minutes long. One take. It was insane. I couldn't listen to the whole thing through, like, ten times. Like, I tried... Oh. I tried my highest, hardest to get to one bar and it would just be so crazy. I'll stop. I'll say, okay, no. You know what, <laughs> Kano, okay, Give me a second. You're not, you're not being serious right now. When you're ready, come back to me. <laughs> uh, come back. I listened to it like five, six times. It was, it was, it was really cool. It was really cool, man. So, yeah, I, 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 want, I, I want artists to come back and I want them to do well. Yeah. And I want them to do, you know, to, to, to blow me away. I want to be wild. I'm always upset when it takes them ages to do stuff. Yeah.
0: But I know. The, I guess the anticipation is building, so hopefully it'll be more rewarding cause, when um, they do it right. I
1: know, but you know how you, like, you're like really shocked that it's been that long? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, um, I think No Dickey just dropped something quite recently with Chris Brown. Right. Yeah. Um, He dropped uh, a song with Chris Brown, and it's off of his new album, and he said this is the first song that he dropped. And he said this, it's the first song that he's dropped in, or the first you know, new music that he's dropped in three years. I was like, has it really been three years since your first album? It doesn't Whoa. feel like that long. But yeah. it's been ages. And then it made me think about other people. It made me think about people like Isaiah Rashad. Do you ever listen to Isaiah Rashad? Mm-hmm. I loved the Sun... What's it called? Sun's tirade. Uh-huh. Like, that was a moment for me, you know? Like, that was one moment I... I was listening back to back. Like, Park was on repeat. I wanted a shot with all of the lyrics on it. It was crazy. And I've just been like... Where's this guy gone? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't even know where he is. I don't even know if he's making music right now. He might just be chilling. I hope he's doing great, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: Like, that's it kind of is anticipation where I really yeah. can't wait to hear it again, man. <coughs> Unfortunately, it can also mean that if they come back and it's unsatisfactory, they can drop that much lower in your esteem because you waited. Not only is it not that good, but I've waited this long and it's let me down. Yeah. But what about. Has there been any new music that is not what you'd normally listen to that has stuck in your tracks or made you want to listen again? Um, maybe not quite to the point of going through the archives, because yeah. sometimes just hearing a song or something or recognizing something like that and being like, oh, that sticks out to me. There's anything oh, like that. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. I heard a song quite recently, because mm-hmm. I actually really liked it. and This is uh, going to be a re-like thrown one. I heard a song quite recently by a band called oh, Spotify oh, so, 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 so is it is a playlist. Playlist is this the? No, this artist. is just, this, this is just uh my what's it called my personal. Oh, this is just your library. library music. Yeah, one. okay.
0: Uh, Wilco. It's by a band called Wilco. Wilco. Called, uh, called you and I. All right. Do so you remember when? How did you discovered that? Um, How it was brought to your attention?
1: I think I may have heard it in um. I think I may have heard it drop on um on like a. A movie or a show or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, yeah, what's it called? I uh, Shazam that shit. All right. And, um, yeah, I checked it out. Because that's,
0: that's one thing that worries me sometimes. That what? the future of music discovery will be largely based on algorithms saying, hey, I know you like this, you might like this, such that something completely left field is less likely to find you. Yeah. Because all, everything you used to listen to has already figured you out and knows what to give you exactly, and it won't yeah. go left field like that. So, right. yeah, something like Will, like none of you g- gauging from the playlist you might have, I can't imagine Willco would be a suggested listen.
1: No I, no, I don't know that it would, but actually, no, I because sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes I listen to a couple of tunes that are a little bit left, left field, like um, is it like what that, what's that guy's name? Is it RXY? That guy. Rex
0: Orange County?
1: Oh, no. R R Y X. Okay. RYX or like, you know, um, Mac DeMarco. Right, yeah. Like that. So, yeah. Occasionally, occasionally, yeah. I don't think it does throw me on the, on the Discovery playlist enough of those. And that's, <laughs> and that's true. So, you've got yeah. you've got a complete point to that, man. It's just like, um, you know, like we were talking about Netflix giving us a 99%, you know, suggestion. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, Really? You think this is really me? This is yeah. really me? You're you got that me confident? down to a T so well. Com- you're that confident <laughs> that that's me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that you've got me like that. Um, yeah. no, maybe part of it's us not wanting to be pigeonholed or put in a box because yeah. sometimes they're right like a motherfucker. But <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they do just know you that well. Yeah. So, 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 sometimes they feel like, yeah, nah, this is fire. <laughs> you know, you, you, you're kind of sour because you didn't want it to be fire. But yeah, right. this is actually good. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I do worry about that as well. I worry about the idea of like, you know, literally just being, you know, put in this box and never being, never having access to like all of this other music because I, I, I don't think for me it could happen. I think I'm too far gone,
0: man. I'm too grown at this point. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too grown at this point to we're not... are going to we're gonna, we're gonna box you in.
1: Yeah, to not be able to find more music. I already like got my own taste kind yeah, of like, established. Like, so... Like I, feel, class I, feel, some... I feel like there's more of a worry for, you know, like, you know, the future, like from now yeah. onwards, sort of thing where if you just have Spotify or if you just have Google Play or if you just have Netflix, whatever, then yeah. your choices, your choices inform your future choices. Yeah. And it's just like a loop where you will
0: eventually just be. This is you, this is what yes, this is what you ever like. decreasing kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I think what one, you have what I think of as something more old fashioned work ethic as a listener, that like you'll do some homework to yeah, it, you will do okay. some diligence. But also, I think if you can still recognise something good in something that doesn't sound like what you typically listen to, yeah. then the fight is not lost. Yeah. Like if you got to the point where you your tastes are so specific you're just deaf to anything else that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like what you already like then, yeah, you're kind of uh, sealing your own grave there. But if you, yes, you've got your kind of taste and the stuff that's more catered to you, but you can hear something unexpected and it can still tickle something in you.
1: But I'll tell you what, like, I think that kind of, like, flows in. I'm going to ask you whether you feel this way, actually, Mm -hmm. man. But it also falls back to that other idea that I said, you know, like, the three uh, criteria for me picking out a song of me picking out like an artist or something that I like and it's that third one of it like connecting to something within you like an inner narrative that they're expressing and I feel like that narrative and I found this out like so young which I'm very happy about Mm -hmm. but that narrative um, it doesn't necessarily have like it doesn't have like a tone if that makes any sense Yeah, sonically that can come in any way I feel like me personally the best or most poignant songs that i ever heard were never the songs that you know you would typically expect like a, a rap song or an R and B song it was always it was always a rock song i just felt like they or maybe like a classic soul song actually i'll say it's between rock and classic soul yeah. where i always felt like that, you know in terms of emotion or the way i emoted like it it really they meant it more yeah it didn't feel like there was one thing that put me off. I remember you asked a little bit earlier about the uh about how my taste or my taste would have changed and whether I physically saw it mm-hmm. and I definitely did in the sense you know like I think it was around our teenage years man, when we was um when we were still in secondary school mm-hmm. and you' got to secondary school, and I think you really, you you see the transition yourself I don't even remember what we used to listen to, but definitely at some point. And everybody's gonna everybody's gonna lie. Everybody's gonna say that they were hard. They were hard from the jump. But you were definitely you know, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna say that they was on that crunch shit from the very beginning. But but everybody here knows that at some point you were on some dumb you were on some dumb shit, man. You were on some like, I don't know, some you know, t- t- top forty, this is what I call music. Yeah. Everybody definitely. was on that in the beginning because you didn't you didn't have choice. you didn't make your own choices really. Yeah, yeah. You were just taking what you thought was catchy and I used to buy Smash
0: Hits magazine, like yeah, top of the pots, man. I was it, all the way in for it that. It was stuff.
1: it was what was it was what was, you know, it was what was catchy it was what was flashy it was what was in your face. Everybody yeah. seemed to love it. You see a bunch of people screaming at this thing you're gonna scream at. It. So initially I'm gonna say all of us were pretty much pop. Yeah. And then slowly but surely you started drifting based on I don't know, man, I guess circumstance. So you know, and I'm, I think that's usually the crowd and your, you know, your situation with yeah. school and stuff like that. The definitely. people that you then start to connect with, then start to inform your choices. Yeah. So as soon as I got to, what's it called, uh, secondary school, I wasn't necessarily gallus. Don't get me on that, but uh-huh. it was definitely a situation where all of the girls were into R and B songs. Mm-hmm. So I was obviously into R and B songs, and I was banging, and I was banging all those classic R and B. And I got to a certain point, and I was just like, "Wait a minute!" No offense to the classic R and B, but it was trash to me. I didn't. I it just, it just it just felt so manufactured. Like it felt like yeah. this isn't actual emotion. These guys
0: aren't actually. I mean, they're talking about fucking. Whoops. Yeah, let's <coughs> go. <laughs> swear the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that that that's spell that's sometimes cast on people when they're young where you just go with whatever's presented to you yeah. is that when that spell started to break for you that's, it, that, like, that's mm.
1: definitely it man like they're just talking about they're talking about the same yeah they they're talking about the same thing Filth. back, back, the, back the like i mean i know, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying that like you know you shouldn't like i think like that's a it's a big part of who we are as human beings man like sex and relationships and you know stuff like that so I'm not saying that it can't, you know, that it can't and it doesn't have a place within music, definitely. But I, I realised that for myself, not necessarily for everybody else, but for myself, I needed it to be... I needed it to come from a place of authenticity. I needed it to be something that was, you know, like, is, is this your experience? Are you trying to tell me that, you know, you're doing this? I don't know why I needed that, but I just, I definitely needed that. I needed it to not be something that sounds... You know, like, this guy sounds exactly like this guy. Trey Song sounds like Chris Brown. I didn't want that. I needed it to be somebody... If you were going to bawl your eyes out, if you were going to be really... I just wanted somebody to be vulnerable. Yeah. So, And I feel like that vulnerability is what drew me to, you know, different types of music. So that's what would have led me down... The rock path, man. I mean, I, I turned into a complete emo man. I was listening to Dashboard Confessional and shit. Oh man, I know, I know, oh, I know.
0: Oh man, yeah. I know. I was, I was. That strikes that vein. I know. But it's interesting that you you talk about that aspect. I'll kind of bring it to an end on this point. That okay. You sensed at that breaking point, if you will, and maturing your music taste, you realised a certain vulnerability, that there's a certain relatability mm. that really attracts you. Yeah. Because I think that can definitely be said for. Chance the rapper Kendrick and even Cole the friend. From what I've listened to of him, mm. they all have a st- a subtle sensitivity to what they do.
1: And mm. you and you know what, like um, y- yeah, those guys definitely. And it, it's it's yeah, a subtle sensitivity. It's just real? Like when they're speaking, it's uh, they're talking about their their experiences. They're talking about the experiences of people that they know directly. cult the friend, especially when I started listening to him, it was it was him talking about his struggles coming up. Another artist, Sylvan The Q, does exactly the same thing, where mm. it's mostly him talking about what life is like as a struggling artist, or just as somebody who's struggling to be a good person. So, yeah. and we're all having that struggle. So it is that relatability, and I, I said this from the beginning, that makes, that separates people who are not necessarily average, because I think there's merit in most music. But the people that blow the most are some people that either find something that's so catchy. I think those are the two definitions. You're either, you're either so catchy that you, you can't be annoyed. Everybody wants to shake to your thing, so it's sonically pleasing to you. Yeah. Or it's the other thing where you have struck a chord with something that is universal. And if you look at the people that are literally the leaders in their respective genres, it's all people that have managed to do that. We said Carter, or we said Chance. But Drake, Drake does that better than yeah, any anybody absolutely. in the world, I feel. Because he what, what did he come up with? Everybody was calling him soft. He was talking about relationships and breaking up and stuff like that. Everybody's had a relationship. Everybody's been broken up with. So he, like guys, girls, whoever, they all messed with it. And even now when he's going, you know like way harder and he's the guy and it's hard to trust people. We all know people you know, people are difficult. Yeah. It's all about interpersonal relationships with him and that constant banging on that drum is what is, is keeping him relevant because those will never be irrelevant topics. Those will Absolutely. always be necessary and the same with like Adele, someone like you, forget about She's just talking about getting broken up with again. It's the same thing but is coming from a place where it's personal and because it's coming from a place where it's personal, you feel what they're feeling and yeah, and, and you kind of like, you're in a room of somebody weirdly enough crying. <laughs> that's basically, that's basically what we're all doing when we're listening to Drake and at, at Adele. So just that's know what that. It <laughs> that's what it all comes down to. That's it comes down to. On that note, <laughs> I'll
0: leave the people that bum I can. Appreciate it, man. Thank oh, you very much. It's been amazing, man. That's all true. right. Alright, how was it for you? I had a really good time talking to Kenneth. That, in the chronology of recording of these episodes, that conversation took place on Wednesday. So that was the first one-on-one interview I had for this podcast. And it was the most pleasant first attempt at an interview that I could have possibly asked for. It never felt strained, we just went with it. The movie we watched before we started talking was Annihilation, which I mentioned earlier in earlier episodes. And yeah, we were in a good mood and there was just plenty of meat on the bone, the figurative bone that was that conversation. So I hope you enjoyed it. And now, as is tradition here in these parts, I'll play a little bit of music. This is a bass riff. I'm not great at the bass, and I kind of messed up when I was restringing it. So, the highest string, I don't know how to describe this. So, the bit at the top of the bass guitar where you tune the strings before the strings touch the fretboard, there's a little like white plasticky bit that goes under all of the strings. And I tuned my highest string too tightly and ended up breaking that part of the bass guitar. So, now long story short, I can't play the highest tuned string because it's a mess but this is a riff I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but I enjoy trying to play it because it's a bit trickier than I am talented to play the bass guitar but it's fun nonetheless so to play us out I hope you can hear that okay I'll turn up just a just a smidge alright here goes A sweat playing that one. Yeah, my fingers is, that was actually about a third of the speed I try to play it normally. But I'm just not that good yet. But hey, practice and a little bit of prayer just might get there. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. You can always find me in the usual places online at Saddest Night Out, Twitter, Instagram, or email me saddestnightout at gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks for listening and I'll see you again tomorrow. Take care.